Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Happy Tuesday. Thanks so much for joining us. For those of you who are live, thanks for being here. For those that are coming on, whenever you're coming on, I really appreciate it. We're talking about the idea of freedom as it begins in your mind. Freedom begins in your mind. I do not know of a, I'm sure there are, but I don't know of any really innovative product or a company that began without it first being in someone's mind. Right? That's how things work. They begin in the mind. The the idea flows to the mind and from the mind then to the mouth. And then from the mouth then out to the body. Like you have to first see it. You have to first envision it before you can be able to actually execute on it. Allowing our minds this is what we're talking about this, allowing our minds to to, to soar is critical, giving us space. And we feel like such hypocrites because our brains are so wired for something else that as soon as you start to envision something else in your mind, you feel like, that's not me. Yeah, it's not you because your brain is filled with other neuroplasticity of the other thing that you're doing. But guess what? It could be you because you're not your brain. You're your soul. We all, we all have this. Let's just put this on the table because this is how growth gets stopped. Along the way to any growth is the following thought. You're a hypocrite. Right? You're a hypocrite. Because last week you did this. Because next week you're going to do this. Because you failed at this. Oh, you think you're so great at this? Well, what about this? And our mind tells us not to do something new because we're a hypocrite. And the reason is because that's how you grow. That's how you grow. Growth is trying to be somebody that you're not. Now, in in truth, it's who you are really because you're your soul, but in, you don't feel like that. Right? If you've always yelled in reaction, and now you're learning that yelling is not going to get you anywhere, and you have to change how you react to somebody, your brain's going to be like, oh, stop it. You want to yell? Don't be such a hypocrite. Do me a favor. Last week you yelled. Next week you're going to yell. And so when you're about to get into a scenario where you're trying to adjust your response, your brain is going to tell you that it's not you. Because the truth is, you don't know who you is. That's really the truth. We have no idea who we are. So how do we know what is or isn't us? We don't know. The only way we know what is or isn't us is after the experience. Do you ever have this? Do you ever like do something that was super hard and go, wow, that wasn't me? You ever have that? That's not me. You ever, you ever like do something really hard and then when you're done, look and go, who was that? Wasn't me. You ever have that feeling? because you don't know who you are until you're actually going through the scenario and you come out the other end. So the reason why things feel like they're, you're, they're hypocritical is because you don't have a sense of who you are. And if you don't have a sense of who you are, it's impossible for you to know how, what is you or what isn't you. I'm just adjusting my chair over here. So 
So, so many times in life when you're thinking about freedom and doing and thinking and visualizing and I can be and I can't be, so many times as you start to get excited about what's possible, as you start to think about what you could become, as you start to anticipate change, you've listened, you're visualizing, you're, you want freedom, you want to do it differently, you want to try differently, you want to speak differently, you want to live differently, you want to take on something you haven't taken on before, you want to grow in the right area. That's life. You, you get moments where you want to be free from your personal Egypt. What happens along the way is somebody whispers in your ear, stop it, you're just an Egyptian. Stop it. Stop. Do you know that 80% of the people, the Jews that lived in Egypt, never left? Do you know that? A crazy stat? 80% of the people that were Jews in Egypt never left Egypt because they didn't want to go. They chose to stay. Many of them passed away during the plague. It's not all, but during the plague of, of darkness. Why did they want to leave? Well, maybe because deep down they didn't think that they can that's who they were maybe they had I don't know but maybe they had that doubt of I'm, I'm still an Egyptian they were Egyptians for 210 years I'm an Egyptian I, where am I going to go where am I going to the desert it's not who I am right imagine this happening right now you can see literally this now Imagine if Moses came in right now and told the Jewish people of America, time to go. A lot of Jews would say, I'm an American. Like, where am I going? Imagine right now. Like, this isn't like hard to even picture. Imagine right now on YouTube and then on Instagram and on every other social platform, a man that we all agree is Moses says, okay, everybody, I got boats. We're going to Israel. Imagine. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, we're not slaves. Fine. But just imagine the scenario. Where am I going? I'm American. Uh, this is my country. This is who I am. And Moses is like, no, 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 no. I know, I know you're an Egyptian. But we got a country. We know, we're, we're leaving. Come on. You can be great. 80%. I'm not going anywhere. Where am I going? This is my house. This is my, okay. It wasn't perfect. We were slaves, but not slaves anymore. And after this ten Blake thing, I'm sure the government's going to change its position on us. We'll be okay. Relax. It's been hard, but like, where are we going to? What did the Jews do when they came out of Auschwitz? Where did they go? Went back home. Went back to their houses. You know, there was no place for them to go. Their houses, a lot of them were taken, and a lot of them left. A lot of them went right back to their homes. A lot of them were if they were if they were able to stay, a lot of them probably would have stayed. What else do you know? So you have to realize that a lot of this process of, of change and growth, of freedom, of leaving, doesn't feel like us. In fact, it mostly feels like we belong where we were. And that's why change is so hard. Because even if you can see it, you don't believe it. Even if you can see it, you don't believe it. 
You don't believe that it's you. You don't believe that you have the ability because you've never tasted it before. And if you have, you haven't tasted it in this area before. And so, so much of our brain, which is already wired for something else, is going to remind us that we don't belong in the new category. So just stop. And at some point, as soon as you hit the first challenge, that will be the proof to you that you should stop. Meanwhile, the first challenge you hit is a proof to you why you should go forward because you're changing who you are. Because you don't know who you are. And you're bringing it out. And your brain only knows yesterday, but your soul knows tomorrow. And vision is in the future. So even though 80% of you, so to speak, is saying, let's stay in Egypt, 20% is going, let's keep on rolling. Because the promised land is outside. So much of what we want in life is available to us if we'll just believe that we can get it. It's a challenge. It's a major challenge. It's a major challenge for us. But it's one we have to engage in. All right, we'll talk about this. All right, everybody, have a great day. The imposter syndrome is part of this. Feeling a hypocrite. If you feel like a hypocrite, good. It means you're probably growing in the right direction. All right, we'll, we'll talk about this. All right, everybody, have a great day. God's help, we can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. Living on a lifeline. The world doesn't ever seem to change. Looking for the sunshine. But you're caught up in the rain. It's like your eyes are wide open, but you cannot see you're watching life. Pass you by like one, two, three. Walking in destruction. The winds of life blur your vision. All the devastation forever feels like you're on the run. It's time. No one else can set you free. You're locked inside. And only you have got the key.